It's time for the Video Marketing Value Podcast. This is the podcast where we help marketers and business owners just like you get more value out of your video marketing efforts. My name is Dane Golden from VidiUp.tv, where we help you up your game on YouTube and transform your viewers into loyal customers. And my other company is VidTarget.io, where we help you save time and money through more targeted YouTube ads, along with my co-host, she's the powerhouse video marketer from San Francisco. She's R-E-N-E-T-E-L-E-Y, Renee Teeley from Video Explained. Hello, Renee. Hello, Dane. I am delighted to be co-hosting this podcast with you today. Yes, but are you thrilled? I'm thrilled. I'm delighted. I am all of the things today. She's all the things. And Renee, what do you do at Video Explained? Well, at Video Explained, uh, our primary offer is really helping companies with video production and consulting services to help them generate some type of business results. So that could be generating leads, converting leads into sales, or even building credibility within their industry through the use of video. Okay. And for you, the listener, you should know that as always, you can follow along in your podcast app with the transcript and links. And if you scroll to a certain area, you can click the review button. So please review us. It really does help. And today we have a special guest, Paul Peck from Drywall Tube. Welcome, Paul. Thank you, Dane and Renee. So happy to be here. Glad I could join you. Excellent. Paul, we asked you on today because a lot of marketers and business owners think that on YouTube you have to have fancy video production or something so-called viral or silly or hilarious. But you succeeded as a small business. You're a drywall contractor without any, not that it's bad, but you without any of those things, you've been very successful. Does this topic work for you to talk about? I love talking about this topic, actually, Dane. Great. Renee? Yeah, that's wonderful. So uh, I'm just curious. Um, you know, I, I always like to get some information about people's production process. So how do you shoot the video and do the demonstration at the same time? Uh, well, thankfully, technology's come a long way with uh, cameras. And so I use a GoPro a lot. To, to film actually close up of what I'm doing. And then I'll get a coworker or someone to film me with the iPhone or something like that. So basically it's all smaller devices I'm using to get all the footage for my videos. And as far as when you're editing, um, you do sometimes a voiceover to narrate what you're doing. What other editing techniques do you do that are a little bit personalized to yourself? Um, I'm trying to start out the video the same every time. And uh, within the first 30 seconds, when I'm doing my voiceover, I'll ask, uh, I'll give a value proposition, like what value they're going to get out of this video and my channel. And then I'll ask them to subscribe. And so I've really gained a lot of subscribers and stuff, just adding that in the voiceover. And then I'll also at the end of the video, put an end screen, um, which promote you can promote other videos at the end of that video which keeps viewers watching and going to other videos so that's all done in the production side before it gets uploaded to youtube yeah that's great it's pretty important to make sure that you're 
leading people to your next video and getting that that watch time. So um, you have a local business, uh, but YouTube is an international company. Obviously, it's a it's a global channel. Um, so how does that work for someone like you in construction, who I imagine does most of your work locally? Yes, pretty much totally locally do all my work. And um, actually, I got on uh, YouTube in 2009. I built a website in 2007. And then I started getting into uh, search engine optimization and trying to figure out how I could show up locally without, you know, spending a bunch of money. Back then it was uh, yellow pages, almost $2,000 a month and stuff like that. So I'm trying to get on the technology bandwagon and figure things out and come to find out YouTube is owned by Google. And so what I started doing was just doing uh, project videos and I would talk about what town it's in drywall repair in, you know, Orlando, Florida or something like that. And I would make that the title and lo and behold, it shows up right on the first page of Google so I was tying in my uh, website and also my videos from YouTube to show up in the in searches when people would try and figure out who to get to repair their drywall or who's going to hang my drywall at their place. So it just kind of snowballed into this YouTube thing and my website, and then you can blog. So you, what it is is basically social media is like a, a big puzzle. And each little part of social media is a piece of the puzzle. So when you start connecting these puzzles, it's unbelievable. You become an expert, not only locally, but internationally. And so that's that was my goal, was to become the expert locally just to get local business. But I had no idea that it would just turn into something bigger than local. And, and let's jump into that and talk about um, when you say it became a lot bigger than local. What has it become? How how does it bring you revenue? Oh wow! Um, so on YouTube, you can you can make money off of ads showing up on your videos. So that's called AdSense, also a Google product. So basically, when a viewer starts watching your video. It's a targeted ad. So Google knows everything. They know what you've been looking at. They know what you want to look at. So they'll throw an ad up there that interests the viewer. So if the viewer clicks on it and watches it, you make money that way. So that's been a pretty good revenue stream. Um, The bigger you get, the more money you can make. At first, the AdSense isn't going to pay the bills, but it might pay your phone bill or something. But the bigger you get the more you make doing that. Um, There's also affiliate marketing through Amazon or any big companies actually have it. Lowe's has affiliate marketing where what that is, is you can provide links to products to say you talk about or that you recommend. And then when they go to Amazon from that link, you make a small percentage of the sale at no extra cost to the viewer or clicker. And so you you can actually make a a pretty good chunk of change just doing that, especially in, say, my drywall niche. niche. Um, People are looking how to do stuff. And then if you're a trusted expert, 
they're going to want all the same things and tools that you used to do the project in the video. So that's one way to use the affiliate marketing, but I also blog. And so I blog about each video. So on my website, I also have my affiliate marketing through Amazon and they also have a program. I think you need a thousand subscribers possibly for the uh, Amazon influencer store where you can actually build a store with these links with pictures of each tool and it looks really professional. So that's another way I've made money on YouTube. Yeah, that's just, great just through that. Yeah, that's great to hear how many different ways you're actually generating revenue. And it sounds like a lot of that actually starts with your YouTube videos. Um, yes. So it's kind of cool to, to hear that you're making money outside of just actually getting business for your for your contractor business. Um, that's that's amazing. So uh, a lot of marketers and business owners, after they've uploaded their YouTube video, they think their job is done. And now I know that you're using video in different ways and to to generate um, revenue. But um, one of the things that I've noticed on on your YouTube channel is that you're very involved in the comments on your videos on YouTube. So why is that? And what are some techniques that you use to get more comments? Um, well, I like to stay engaged with my viewers and they come to, for, you know, YouTube's turned into a very educational platform. There's other things going on too, but a lot of people, that's their go-to if they're going to fix their car, fix their lawnmower, uh, work on drywall, repair their ceiling. So it's just kind of turned into that. Yeah. Well, you know, I tell, I tell businesses that, you know, for instance, with your channel, they, if they're watching a video about drywall, they're not watching some sporting event or some movie or TV show. So it's, it's um, a advertisers and businesses think, well, it has to be totally, totally the most interesting thing ever. And, and I tell them, if you have a problem and you need to solve it, that is the most interesting thing ever. And I want to call attention to one of your popular videos called that you've titled exactly this. I was mad and punched the wall, how to repair hole in wall tutorial. And I want to ask you, why did you make this video and what type of comments did you get? Oh my gosh. Well, I just made this video. Um, actually I have like 300 and something videos on my channel. So I'm always thinking and trying to come up with a, a, a new angle on how to repair a hole or whatever it is to do with drywall. And so I know a lot of people punch the walls. I, I actually have never punched a wall, but I've fixed a lot of punch holes from <laughs> customers. <laughs> um, and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a video. And then in the video, I actually did punch a wall at the beginning <laughs> to start it out, which was kind of, and it's, it's a little edited. So I get called on that, but that's fun anyways. Um, but so I made that video and then the comments just started flying. I mean, there's probably at least 2000 comments on that video now, I believe. And they are, um, pretty crazy the things that people do i've heard uh my wife cheated on me and i punched the wall mm -hmm. uh my uh 
Fortnite. I lost at Fort. A lot of Fortnite people <laughs> on there. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of gamers commenting and um, what am I going to do? But you're solving a problem. You're solving a very direct. I bet you people type in exactly into Google. I was mad and punched a wall. How do I repair it? And that's what you titled it. Yeah, and I bet that video shows up right there in that six pack of videos on the first page. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's such a good title and it sounds like uh, maybe a little cathartic for people to tell you why they punched the wall. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like therapy. And I, I'm like, at least you learn something, you learn how to fix drywall, just move on from it. Everybody makes mistakes. I'm like a therapist on that uh, video. So funny. So it sounds <laughs> like that type of video might be something where um, it's very searchable and potentially you get you know, uh, views, not just in the first couple of days, but kind of long-term kind of viewership to that. But for the majority of your videos, um, do they primarily get most of their views in the first couple of days or is it spread out over time? Yeah. Uh, it's mostly spread out over time because people are pretty much just searching for problems. So as time goes on, the more searches will go through. Um, but I've got videos with over a million views and it's just over time, you know, the more popular it gets, it starts building on itself. And so it, it's, it's a, uh, it's an evergreen content, which means it's going to, it's timeless. It's going to last for a really long time. The only thing that can date it is say the video quality, you know, if it's 1080p and everybody's doing 4k. So but as far as the information, it'll be good for many years to come because they're still doing drywall and all the new houses and textures. And so I'm pretty much set with this channel for a long time, I think. And, you know, there might be other contractors across the country who have found this on this podcast on Google and are listening. And whether they're drywallers or general contractors, electricians, plumbers, heating painters, finished carpenters, you know, they might be saying something like, well, I'm not going to show somebody what they're paying me to do, but, but Paul, I'm going to ask you, is YouTube a way for them to earn an income in a difficult economy? Oh, most definitely. And I'll tell you what, Dane, I had the same attitude. I had that attitude um, up until about 2012 because it's a specialized field and you go show someone next thing you know they're going to go start their own business now you're competing against them but in my line of work it takes it takes a good amount of time to to figure it out and so i really even if you're showing them you still it still takes a while right and, and here's the, the the way i look at it on youtube is not only am i showing them but i'm also letting them know that what it takes to get this project done. So even though it might look easy, they see what it takes and what it entails. And they go, you know what? I need to call the professional in on this one, you know? So I think, I think it can work for both ways. And my th theory is always, you got to give to get. And once I started giving, I started getting. Yeah, I love that. So I've also, um, I've watched some do-it-yourself kind of videos on, on YouTube. And then after watching the video, realized I am not going to do this myself and I should hire someone to do it. So I could see that going the other direction. Yeah. Um, so in terms of uh, actually 
creating your videos and and publishing your videos, do you have a structure and kind of a process that you put in place for each video? Um, pretty much just, you know, started out with some short clips of what the video is going to be about mention what the video is about because YouTube's algorithm actually listens to what you're saying through the video too. So that can help in the um, optimization as far as that goes. But then it's just a matter of um, I try and cut the fat on the videos and not leave any walking around or doing anything like that. I just try to keep um, jump cutting it, which is a, just a quick cut to the next scene, to the next scene. I try and keep it moving so people don't get bored because uh, typically a lot of YouTube viewers get bored and click off really quick. So the key is to keep moving, give a ton of information, and then you know say your goodbyes and maybe get a couple subscribers and then lead them into the next video at the end. And some businesses may say, hey, we're not funny. We're not kids. We can't do anything on YouTube. We're not, we shouldn't even try. Our business isn't cool. What would you say to that? Well, that's what I'm saying about TikTok right now. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but we just, we focus more on YouTube on this, on this. Yeah. Right. So, um, I think there's a room for everybody on YouTube, young, old, whether you're a singer, musician, uh, construction worker, auto repair mechanic, marketing guru. I, there's plenty of room, and I don't think anybody's dated or not ha have enough information to probably put a channel together. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. There's a lot of lot of space, and I think still even room for a for, for people to, to get started on, on YouTube. So in terms of getting started on YouTube, you talked about this a little bit, but can you dive in a little bit more of why did you start doing this in the first place? Like what really compelled you to start creating YouTube videos for this business? Um, actually, let's see. Um, it was about getting some videos to promote myself online and also to showcase uh, my jobs, it was YouTube basically in the beginning for contractors or construction was a before and after, you know, here's my before, here's my after of the project. And so that's how, what I started doing and just putting together stuff with, for my business promotional, pretty much just for fun. And then to also promote, but I, I, you know, I'd get videos of the shuttle going up and stuff like that too or surfing or all kinds of stuff, but it's it really, it's best to just focus on one thing. So that's what I started doing on the channel. Right. And, and would you say your viewers are like individual people with a problem or are they other drywallers or who would you say is watching? Actually, um, I've done a few polls on my community page on YouTube and it's pretty much split 50, 50 between DIYers and contractors. Yeah, that's a good mix. Um, yeah. so in terms of the, the topics that you cover in your videos, sometimes you address a specific topic more than once. 
So you cover kind of uh, uh, do that in multiple ways. Um, so why do you do that? Um, well, one, I look at my analytics and I know what is getting the most response from viewers. So if my views start going down or I don't have a something to put together, I can know that I'm going to, if I do a skim coding video is probably going to get a bunch of views. So that's normally what I do for something like that. Right. Right. Well, Paul Peck, this has been a very helpful interview. And, and I think you've really drilled down into some types of topics that not just various contractors can use, but other businesses can learn from this and say, Hey, you know what, this might be something I should do for my business. How can people find out more about you and drywall tube? Um, well, you can look me up on YouTube, of course, under Paul Peck Drywall Tube or Drywall. If you put it in the search, I'll probably show up too. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. I also have a Facebook group where um, the thing with YouTube is you can't get a lot of folk. You can't communicate with the community. Like, you know, if someone has a question and it, it, I need to see a photo, they can do that on Facebook. So that's the good thing of having another platform to get people over to, cause you can engage a little bit more than you can on YouTube. So, um, like I said, I'm on Facebook with that group and then also on LinkedIn, Instagram. And I think that's about it. Excellent. Thank you, Paul Peck. You got it. Thanks so <laughs> much for having me, Dane and Renee. You were great. And my name is Dane Golden and my co-host, she's R-E-N, double E, T-E-E-L-E-Y, Renee Teeley. And we want to thank you, the listener, for joining us today. Don't we, Renee? Yes, absolutely. And today, I want to leave you with a quote. So as I once told my good friend, Dr. Seuss, you have brains <laughs> in your head, you have feet in your shoes, you can steer yourself in any direction that you choose. So I hope this podcast has helped you, the listener, choose the right path in some way. And I want to invite you to the listener to review us on Apple podcast. It's right there by the other episodes. You can click on that. Renee and I do this podcast and our various other YouTube videos and other projects because we love helping marketers and business owners like you do YouTube marketing better. Thanks to our special guest, Paul Peck. Until next week, here's to helping you help your customers through video.